What's up, yo? We fly over to the Midwest today. I got a fun conversation with Carol Hofer coming up for you. She's a National Board Certified Teacher in Indianapolis, Indiana. We talk about her journey to becoming an NBCT, talk about the importance of a mentor while going through the process. I learned a few things about her outside the classroom. I won't keep you waiting much longer. Here's my conversation with Carol Hofer. Hey, Carol, how you doing today? Hi, good to see you, Eddie. Good to be with you today. You too. It feels like we've been trying to connect for a little while, so I'm excited to finally do this. The first time around, I was a little sick, so we had to cancel. But now I'm excited to finally do this and get in, get uh, get to chatting with you. So we'll kick it off real quick. Can you give us a short introduction? Tell us your current role and, um, and where you at? Yes, um, I'm an English as a new language teacher or ESL, ESOL. You choose uh, whichever um, letters of the alphabet soup you want. Basically, I work with um, students who speak another language at home. I work at the elementary level. Um, and this year I am working uh, primarily with third, fourth, and fifth graders in a public school in Indianapolis. Oh man, Indianapolis. So can you share what brought you, what, how, you, what, how did you stumble into becoming a teacher? Why did you, um, can you share why you became a teacher? Uh, Stumbling is the right word. That's what happened. I stumbled into it. Um, when I graduated from college, I had um, two internships. And in between my internships, I um, had to earn some money. And so um, somebody suggested, oh, why don't you become a substitute teacher? That's a really good way to, to make money. And so that's how I stumbled into it. I, I became a substitute teacher and talk about um, just uh, trial by fire, right? Because you never knew what each day was going to bring. But it was a great experience. I love the energy. I love being around the, the kids. Um, and then uh, I went ahead and got my license. But even after I got my license, I didn't go into teaching. Um, I was doing public relations um, in Miami for the community college down there. But I found that at my, during my lunchtime, um, we had some students that were helpers uh, in the college. So during my lunchtime, I was helping them. We'd come, they'd say, you know, there, I'd be tutoring, um, that sort of thing. And then um, somebody also offered that I could um, do teach an, adult, uh, 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 an evening class. And I'm like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm a teacher. That's really where my heart is. So I, I, then I jumped in, went into teaching. Um, I initially, I was a high school teacher. Um, I've taught high school, I've taught middle school. Oh, so you've been all um, over the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, preschool. I mean, I've had students from ages three to 83. Oh, man. Seriously, yes, yes. So, <laughs> I, so it's good because it keeps me always, whenever I'm doing something, I always look at the long range, okay? What's, what's being a lifelong learner? So I was, even though right now I'm working with elementary age kids, I always like, okay, you know, they grow up fast. They're going to become adults. Where do I want to see them 10, 20, 30, 40 years from now? What, what are they going to need? What are the tools? What, what, how can I help them prepare for that? And that's something that goes into uh, board certification. So why did you decide to pursue becoming a national board certified, certified teacher and pursue board certification? Um, it's interesting because um, we uh, there's another um, national board certified teacher who um, joined our staff this year, and she and I were talking, and she said to me, "I was bored," <laughs> and and that's kind of like when you're just 
you know, at that point where something is just, you know, like you're kind of feel like you're just kind of moving along, going through the motions and, and you're just like, okay, I, I need to something, add something, change something, think about something. And what I loved about, um, national board certification, and usually what I talk about, I, I kind of compare it to, um, when you go to the chiropractor, like your kind of things are kind of not in alignment and you just kind of need something like, okay, I just really need, I need to realign things. So it's kind of, um, the idea of like, okay, why am I a teacher? What am I doing? What is essential to me? What is important? What do I need? Let me show you what I do it because it's not just what you've done, what you're able to do, but it, because it, you have that reflective piece, it's always like, okay, what is the next step? What would you do differently next time? So that, that is a very important part of all this because you're, you're analyzing. This is, this is how I do things. This is what I would change. So would you say that was the biggest thing to, to helping you be grow as a teacher while going through the process? Like how did going through becoming a board certified teacher help you in your role as a, as a current teacher there? It, it really helps you with that reflective piece. Um, and it's, I, what I really liked about it too, um, it, we had, um, I was, part of the initial group when they, when they started doing, um, where you could just do one component because prior to that, you, they, you know, they've revised things as, as they gone along. And that's one thing that I kind of like about national board. They, they're always reflective seeing what works, what doesn't work, what we need to tweak that sort of thing. Um, but so I started when you had to, you could actually, um, do a component. Because if I had to do the whole thing, you know, all together, I, I don't think I would have gone through the process. So it was like, hmm, let me find out what this is all about, kind of uh, figure it out. And um, it was our um, teachers union who, you know, kind of said, okay, we're, we're going to offer a grant. You can, um, you know, try this out and, and that sort of thing. And, and so um, once I did a component, and found out this is really good. This is when I came out at the other end, how I felt about my teaching, how was how I became a little bit, well, not more than a little bit, I would say quite more reflective about what I was doing a little bit more deliberate as well. Um, it, it, it really helped me. And it's just that also that sense of camaraderie that you have as you're going you know, through the process, um, working in with, with other people. And that's why I, I mentor now as well. Um, my cat's commenting yeah. on the background. Sorry. <laughs> um, them so, certified too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, you know, it, it's, it really is a, a, it's, it's a, it's a very, um, it's a rigorous process, but it's a transformational process as well. No, it's awesome that you mentor, you know, that's something that we hear uh, often is go through, have a mentor to help you through this process. Uh, what do you think was the most difficult part of going through it? Um, 
I, you have to be very disciplined about your timelines. Um, and I think it's also reading through everything because it is very much um, dot your I's, cross your T's kind of sometimes it's it's more like instead of dot your eyes it's more like cross your eyes <laughs> but um you know it uh you have to really read through everything very carefully and there's there is a certain language that you use through the process and i guess you know being an english as a new language teacher and having kind of that linguistic language kind of background every, you know, every profession, everything has its own way of talking and, and communicating. And so you really kind of need to um, get into the groove of all that as well. But it, 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 you have to make sure that you are very uh, detail oriented uh, as to what they are asking you to do. So you recently wrote a piece for us to highlight a few tips to to help teachers go through the process. And I enjoyed the title, uh, NBCT, as in teacher, not traveler. Or as in traveler, not tourist. Sorry about that. NBC, be an NBCT to a T, as in traveler, not tourist. So think we'll link to it in the show notes. You know, is there any tips that um, you think whole days that have a greater level of importance to help through this? Well, the... The whole uh, way the, the piece kind of came about is, as I said, I, I, uh, I uh, mentor um, other teachers. I have mentored um, teachers here in, in Indiana. And also um, what we've done now um, with uh, NBCT through the network of accomplished minoritized educators or name, um, we are able to also um, connect and mentor um, teachers in other states as well. And so um, I was having um, a, a Zoom meeting with one of my teachers um, who's um, actually in Maryland. And um, I said, okay, you can only put so much. You, you have a certain page length thing. So I said, think about it as you're going on a trip and you only have one suitcase. What can you fit in that suitcase? What is important to pack? What do you have to put in there? And so that that was kind of where the the whole analogy of of you you're a traveler you're going on a journey um, how how are you well prepared for that trip? Oh no, no, that's exactly what we like to call it. We have our email journeys. We everything we call it is like becoming a national board te certified teacher is more about the journey than the outcome. And something we like to say. I mean, getting the title is nice, but it's all about the growth and reflection while you do while you while you're going through the process and and i think also um the other thing is that um i know that um in and i'm glad this happens uh, you know that in some um school districts or states um people are compensated they, they they get a bump in their salary and that's great but that should not be the reason why you're pursuing this and that's why i said um don't don't be a tourist be a traveler because the change really should be transformational. It should change you inside. It's not, it's not the, about the paycheck because if, if you're not really getting that analytical reflective piece, then you're not getting the whole substance. It's like when somebody goes somewhere and they're you know, taking pictures, taking pictures, and then they come back and they're like, look, look at my pictures. 
but they really can't tell you anything about where they were, what the culture was like, what, what, you know, what the, what the food, what they learned about the history, the, the geography, that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, it's something that's kind of a, a, a not an issue. I don't know what this, how to call it, but like, well, everybody has a camera on them now. So you, are you really living in the moment exactly. or are you just focused on getting a good video or good picture? So it's, it's, it's a little difficult to, to think about nowadays sometimes. Yeah. So one thing we like to do here is get to know our teachers outside of the classroom because you guys are people too. And you know, we all love you over here. And so uh, I have three questions that I ask at the end of the show. They're usually pretty different for everybody to get you to get to know you on some outside, outside the school or just as a person. So the first question I have is kind of school related, but it's from your younger self. So um, what was your best class while you were in school? Um, I had an awesome third grade teacher, just really, um, we actually took a field trip to her house because she had so many different kinds of animals in her house. Um, you know, I, I actually, I, I grew up in Peru. Um, oh, man. so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, she had, um, monkeys and parrots and yeah and, and and she was just a really cool lady like something would come up and we had like even in our classroom we had like a bunch of aquariums and things like that um and she just i and there's something really cool about third grade too i think that's really when kids discover the world like the outside world around them so honestly i that, feel like that's true because my third grade teacher is the one that kind of opened my world for me, like where my worldview and what I wanted to do with my life. Uh, I'll never forget her. Mrs. Holmes, third grade, Washington uh, Elementary School, Springfield, Massachusetts. Shout out to her. I don't know. She's probably not teaching anymore, but somebody I'll never forget. And I think you're right. Third grade is kind of like that, that period where it's like, all right, there's a big world out here. Yeah. Not, not to, not to throw shade on the other grades or the other ages. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, yeah, don't don't ask me to choose which what age I prefer to teach. Uh, they they all have their their pluses. So well, you've been teaching ages from three to eighty-three. So I mean that's hard to pick a favorite when the range is that. Yeah, wide. it is. Uh, my grandmother used to say every fruit has its season, and it, that is so true. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh your piece obviously about traveling. Kind of. <laughs> so where is your favorite vacation spot? Oh, there you go again. I can't, I can't, I know I can't, I can't choose a, I can't choose a place. I can't. Right, so give us like three, uh, give us your, give us three, vaca- three of your favorite vacation spots. Okay. So like in the U.S.? No, anywhere, um, all across the world. Okay. Well, in, in the U.S., um, the states that I really thought were just beautiful um, were, were Oregon, um, go to Crater Lake, anybody, I would say that that's a place where I went there and I actually gasped. I actually went <gasps> like that when I saw it because I just could not believe it. It is actually so, so, so gorgeous. Um, oh gosh, that this is so hard. <laughs> um, and uh, not to be cliche, um, I love Paris. Love, love Paris. I think there's just so much to do there. Um, and then, um, before um COVID I went to Mongolia oh wow. yeah yeah so that was that was very um interesting um loved it learned learned so much yeah sounds like a lot of fun 
All right. Yeah, last I mean, one. I could could add more places. I really could. So I'm, I'm sure you could. So <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll leave it at three. Last question. What is your go to karaoke anthem? Oh, no, no, no. There's a reason why. No, there's no, there's a reason why I'm not the, the music teacher. And it, the same thing happens when when my kids, when I have to illustrate something, you know, like I'm showing them. And I said, this is the reason why I'm not the art teacher. <laughs> and I am so, so glad for um, Google Images as well. Um, be, oh, but I have to say one thing. Karaoke is huge in Mongolia. Huge. Really? Yes. Karaoke. Wow. Two things that surprised me. Karaoke is huge and, and, and people can sing really well. So I think it's, it's, and I think in some cultures, you know, when you really people sing a lot together, you know, that, that definitely helps a lot. Um, and basketball, it really, uh, that was kind of my surprise. I didn't realize basketball was, was so big there and so it was fact. really yeah, it was fun tag. Yeah, and it was really cute because I was watching this kid play basketball in Ulaanbaatar, and um, he came up to me and he said to me in English, "Hi, where are you from?" And I said, "Hi, I'm I'm from the United States. I'm from I live in Indianapolis." And he goes, "I'm from Mongolia." <laughs> <laughs> so he just wanted to practice his English. It was so cute. I just loved it. That's awesome. Fun fact. Basketball was created in my hometown of Springfield, Massachusetts. So. Ah, see, I love, I love, so I love talking to people. They're always cool connections. Right. Yeah. Good old connection, Shout out man. to your hometown. <laughs> well, thank you for taking the time. This is so much fun. Uh, I look forward. Hopefully we can do this again sometime. You know, it was yeah. amazing. Yeah. To and chat. Everybody stay healthy. Stay healthy. Yes, please stay, yourself. stay healthy, yeah. stay happy. And, you know, we'll ride this out together. That was a lot of fun. Lots of helpful tips from Carol there. It was great to catch up with her. I just want to thank her again for taking the time to chat with me. And thank you for taking the time to listen to National Board Conversations. Be sure to follow us on social media to keep up with everything National Board related. And we'll see you next time.